Welcome to the Calling of the Rant. I'm Sly. I'm the Chief. And I'm far from happy spook. So, a very special edition of the Calling of the Rant what's, after an embarrassing loss against the Hawthorne. Um, it's all gone to shit very, 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 <laughs> very quickly. Did we predict this? We did uh, a couple of, a couple of weeks ago. We did an episode about not getting too far ahead of ourselves. Did you watch that, Chief? Yeah, you're lying. Actually, I didn't. I was, I was overseas enjoying the sun and uh, not getting involved in any of the Collingwood. Okay, you, you just need to lift your game a little bit. We're not Collingwood. We're not going to carry you like Hoskin Elliott <laughs> for 18 months before we drop you. So let me start off Hoskin Elliott. He's been in the side for fucking like 18 months. He breaks his hand, whatever he does. He's out for three weeks. And then they bring him back as a sub against Carlton, plays half, and then they drop him. That for me is like just there's something showing a little bit of fucking, I don't know, stupidity on the selection policies. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just put him straight back in the VFL? If you're going to bring him back and back him, then why don't you just back him all the way? Nobody's come back through the VFL. But that's the, that's Even the <laughs> VFL players aren't coming back through the VFL. But that's a, that astonishes me. It's like, you've dropped him, which is an admission, oh, okay, his form's not great, then why would you even bother bringing him back? I, I didn't realise it got back that quick. He learned yeah. his lesson. He said he'd never do it again. He said, fly, I'm sorry I've been shit. I won't do it again. How do you go on the VFL this week? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, we, we, we talk about selection integrity in the side, and you now we spoke about this last week. All these players have just come straight back into the AFL. You know, Sidebottom, Lipinski, um, Howe, and who's the other one I've missed? The other bloke. Cameron. <laughs> you know, they've all just come straight back so, in. Sidebottom off the handle. The others, yeah. no. The, the others... Uh... Should have had, should have had a bit of a. I heard Cameron came, he wake up from surgery and went straight to the <laughs> MCG. Well, the other thing on top of like bringing them straight back is you expose none of the VFL to senior football, and now you have injuries, and none of the VFL actually have that exposure, have that readiness to come in. So Finley McRae should have played a while ago. They didn't play him. He's now with a broken thumb. Nick Dacos is out for six weeks with a fucking knee injury. Isn't that great news? Yeah. So it's like. What exactly... I think the, they've totally fucked up. And I know like everyone praises the range trust, but they've fucked up the selections the whole year. They've backed players who should have came back through the VFL. They haven't exposed players who should be their next generation. And now they're in the quandary about how do they go forward with these injuries and guys that are blatantly out of form. Um, well, they rested Ash Johnson last week, so that's good. No, wait, he was actually selected. He just took a rest in the seniors. <laughs> So what do you think about this game? What, oh, I had a function on, so like I was only catching it in bits and pieces. Uh, Hawthorne jumped us. Remember, like we talked about, I wonder if it'll be an issue to continually give up leads and try and chase them down. <laughs> this was an A-grade clusterfuck game. But I, I just had a feeling, though, you look at this, it's like, and against Hawthorne, we're about 3.15 since 2.11. Um, but this was fucking weeks in the making, this loss. It has been building towards it. And the concerning thing is, like, and even looking at the game last week, the lethargy is fucking visible. And there's, it's visible no energy. across the whole 22. There's, there's nothing. There's no energy at all. This week, if you sped up your KO to 10 times, you could actually see somebody fucking move mm. in a Collingwood jumper. The, the defending was, was, was appalling. I mean, the fact that they just wouldn't run across the board is just fucking baffling. Where whether that manic intensity is absolutely gone. Well, and you, you've got fumbling, fucking poorly skilled 
old blokes running around out there, it looks like. Well, they're rumoured to be loading the training in preparation for Are finals. we going to cover the 28 conspiracy theories that explains <laughs> this? No, no, so I'll just, I'll just go on a few things, because we had a discussion about this. So they're rumoured to be loading... I, I don't get this philosophy. So you load up the training to be heavier to prepare them for finals, because after 22 weeks in the preseason, their fitness isn't good enough for finals football, even though you have games like the one against Port, which is finals-like atmosphere. I don't actually get this. Why would you train them harder to prepare them for something that they should be prepared for after six months of football? Oh, look, it's it's uh, it's standard practice for swimmers and all the rest of it. It's the same thing. You know, before you go to a, an Olympics or a, a proper meet, you've, no, no, you've, but, you've paired back. And that's the same thing. So to peak now. Yeah, but, but swimming's like you're going into a premier event. In yeah. football, you've had four months. No, but they train all year. Like a swimmer trains all year. Yeah, but, but, they, they, but they don't actually have match practice that level. That's what I'm saying. AFL football, you have 22, 23 rounds of match practice at that level on top of training, on top of preseason, on top of years of doing this. So why would you need to up it at this point? I don't, I, I'm not an expert, but you've got to think there's some... I, I, I actually think, I think it's a fucking mythic thing. I think it's like the altitude training that they used to do, which no one does anymore. Foxy does. Yeah, well, he does. <laughs> you know, and all the Collingwood supporters who've said we're premiers... Um, <laughs> They're all high in the sky, but no. But I think it's one of these things. It's sort of like a holdover. They think this is what we need to do, but I don't get it. After 22, 23 games, and you had games like against Port Adelaide, which is finals like atmosphere. So you're getting that match intensity. Why do you feel you need to up it, and then you do stuff like this, where the players look flat? You're jeopardising your position. Um, I would have thought you should be primed when you're going in the finals. These aren't guys who just picked up the fucking sport three months ago. These are guys who've been doing it for like you know, Timberbury has been doing it for about they 115 look, they years. They look tight. They looked tight, and even you know, even against Carlton, the first half they they looked shot, and then McRae comes out in the in the press conference and says, "Oh, we you know we had more more scoring shots and all the rest of it." But you can't always do that. You can't always get to a point uh, at that you know we're behind. But so that, you know you should be in front, and we should be in front. Don't worry about, about ch- chasing like, stuff. How does methodology going to work? That you play thirty percent of game time, which is really what Collingwood does most of the time. They have a good first quarter. They have two shit quarters in the middle. And then they try and come back in the last quarter. And that's been their methodology for 18 months. Well, not anymore. <laughs> well, that's a good point. They're just 100% shit. Yeah, but that's what it is. It's This has been a while in the making, I think. And everyone's exhilarated because we come back and we win games. And it's, yeah, yeah, and it's like, sort of great. And it's like, but if you fucking dominated the game, like, say, the two eleven team, you wouldn't have to make these comebacks, these last quarter comebacks, time and time and time did, again. Did you see the stat? Uh, before this game on one of these footy shows, they go, Collingwood's been the most accurate team and the opposition's been the least accurate team when they play. You know, which is an indictment of what it is, you know, which basically means that we have been lucky and they've said, look, we've been lucky. We have. And the Carlton game kind of proved it. We were were inaccurate. We lost. The same thing with Brisbane at the start of the year when we lost that one by, you know, we were coming back and we just kept getting point, 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 point. And then they... Kicked goals and got away from us. Whereas the Hawthorne game just looked like it was basically they were stuffed from the start and well, they, they, thought, they thought they could get back into it and then the Hawthorne well, Cameron, took, took care of it. Darcy Cameron was obliterated in the ruck. Yeah, um, Sicily dominated in, in, in the back. I Just to, if we're going to break this down, that really was just quick. poor selection. I mean, Cox was dropped. Cox would have been the perfect matchup for that route. Yeah. He's young, he's fucking tall, and he just fucking, like, Cameron never leaves the ground. He's your non jumping ruckman. Mexican oh. jumping beans couldn't get him off the ground. You know, gravity failing couldn't get him off the ground. <laughs> but like he was just like Reeves was just 
popping around and like the, the times that Cameron got it, it just fucking was he, random where he's, it was going. He hasn't taken a step. Like no. we, we got rid of Grundy because we thought Cameron was going to step up and he's done nothing. He was oh, better last year. He's been flat since he got back from, from injury. Yeah. But, yeah I, think before but that, I think around the ground he was just ineffective. Yeah, well, he, didn't, he didn't go forward. Take a, oh, he, I think he did take one mark up forward, if I remember correctly. Was it the week before? All his shit performances are blurring into. But this is what like we're talking um, about. Like Cox being an actually the better rucker. Yeah, he has presence around the ground. I mean, what was the? Uh, and, you, and you've resigned him for we, two years, and then you've dropped him. You think a great example of that was we only got slightly beaten in the uh, center clearances this week. I yeah. think to throw. Oh, yeah, that's that was. A, and that's where the game was lost. Oh, the first demolition. use of the ball was so important, but yeah, you know, like yeah, and the midfield has to wear some of it. They've been fucking pathetic for. For, for weeks as well and, and, and look we have to qualify that we are top of the ladder and do, do <laughs> two games would, would, you take that? would you take that oh, we'll take start? it we have yeah. to take it because it doesn't keep changing the rest of the competition has been kind to us at the moment the Melbourne will um, overtake us soon enough with their run oh, home yeah. so <laughs> well we they, they struggled against North today had, yeah for about what a quarter and, oh yeah and but still bit. I think they were laughing they, they were too busy <laughs> laughing I think they were, I saw one of them doing their nails with an emery board at one stage before the uh, the, the third quarter started. Um, but yeah, where was I going with all that stuff? I can't remember now. I don't uh, know. Midfield, it, midfield, yeah. yeah. It, 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 like, it just time after time, the way the Hawthorne first used the ball, bang, it's up the other end. We we just sort of go. Ah, oh well, the the you know watching the game, the lack of pressure, and, and this happens a lot too. <laughs> is when teams get a run on against us. It's like we're just widget sats and there's training, drill, training drills. They just run around us, move the ball forward. On this game, they just seem to do it constantly. Whenever we got a little bit sort of close to them, they just pulled away really easily. It was really fucking disappointing. And that midfield is embarrassing. And it's like, okay, you brought Mitchell in. He's been really average for a month and now he's injured anyway. And your next generation, again, McRae, Carmichael, any of these guys, they haven't had a look in the way they should have had a look in. They should, you know, they should have been the guys coming in next. And you, you, we said this. You said it a while ago. You're banking your fucking dominance on the fact you're going to get this 19 year old kid to get 30 possessions mm. each game, and he's going to drive you to, to, you know, to win. And now Nick Dacos isn't there. It's like where are the rest of them? Pendlebury's side, but have obviously slowed down. The guy's been really average since his report suspension. Mm. Adams and Mitchell have been really average. Uh, Cameron's been average as a ruckman. Um, Josh Dacos has tried on the outer. I don't, you know, people say move him on the inside. I don't think he's big enough physically to actually, you know, withstand the bustle that happens at, at clearances. So it's like, where is your, where are you going to win these stoppages? And they've been struggling for a little while now with this sort of stuff. Yeah, they can't get it out, and it's and it's noticeable they can't get it out. They can't get first hands on the ball, and they did get Mitchell, and he actually he was doing the job at the start of the year, but I don't know what what's happened to him kind of since the buy. Just he's just not doing the the job that is meant to, meant to be there for in, in getting first hands on the ball. Now, part of it might be, because the whole midfield group, he's getting it, but there's nothing to go to in, in, in part of it. So, you know, it's getting kind no, of there. You, you go to the opposition's... Well, you guess, I'm saying there's nothing... You got it in a, in a pack, you got it in... There's nothing to go to. So whatever the setup, the setup around the ball doesn't seem to be working properly, no. you know, around, around well, the clearances. To be fair, it's not working up forward either. The setup. Oh, the, no, the forward so, setup has been I mean, I, I atrocious. Like I like that McCreary was thrown into the centre because I think he gives him a little bit of zip and a little bit of pace and he's, he's got defensive intensity. Did, a couple of our comebacks we, were, were based on the fact that he was rucking and the impact that he had, which again sort of showed how ineffectual Cameron was. Yeah. Yeah. And then he stays. He's not a great ruckman. No. He just, just, just has presence. Yeah, he's just a, a stopgap. Like the, oh, look, the, I really hope He's the Lee Brown. I hope they're fucking... <laughs> so Lee Brown. Ash Johnson signed on for two years and has done nothing since he signed on. 
I really have to give Kruger one last look because it seems he's like on the outer. But this guy, at least, he fucking attacks the contest with ferocity. Yeah. At the club, this is the thing that really shits me. I'll say this. Hawthorne, for years, have just been a fucking thuggish, aggressive team. The way they treated Nick Dacos was shameful. Yeah. They actually injured him because they decided to hit him late. And I know that's no doubt that's the Hawthorne um, methodology to just go, you know, that unsociable football. Oh, Mitchell, Mitchell's totally over that. He, he was totally that unsociable football. Wasn't he the one that did the, the neck thing yeah. back when he was a player? To, I can't remember who it was, but yeah, you know. And it frustrates me that the only person at Collingwood who flies the flag in response to that, there's only two players and one's in the reserves, is fucking Maynard. Where's the rest of them? Oh, they should have went straight at him. You know, yeah, it, it was a, it was a concerning a lack of remonstration with some of the physicality. Ever since, the, ever since the Swans game, that people have been targeting him. Nothing happened that day, and they're constantly targeting. And Taylor, now. Taylor Adams has asked at half time, you know, well, were you going to do anything to deal with this? And he just said, well, he's going to have to deal with this for the next 10, yeah, 15 years. Yeah. Well, that's a great so, fucking yeah. Well, that's great. How about helping fucking now? Yeah, he's still a twenty-year-old kid. At the end of the day. Yeah, and if when he's around the ball, get one of the bigger bodies just to bump whoever's, I don't know, whoever the guy was on him, just bump him out of the way. Just, just shouldn't be a free kick because basically around the ball. Just when the ball goes up, just go at him. But this is just the thing. To, just to take it, him out. This is one of the things where I say to Maynard or Werville or McCreary, you protect him at the stoppage. Yeah. And I'm happy for you to give away a free kick just so, just so the guy on him knows if you go for him, we're going for you and you're going to fucking feel it all so you can't. Sorry, but you were going to feel it also. And we don't do that. We don't have that remonstration. Uh, and that really worries me. The other guy who does it likes Cox. Cox, and, you know, whenever he's there, he, you know, he, yeah. he walks with, with a swagger. Where is that? Where are you protecting younger players? You know, Nick Dacos is a once-in-a-generation talent, and you just sacrificed him. You fucking threw him to the wolves, and he got banged up for it. So that's yeah. really frustrating. Look, and that was the other sort of baffling part. Is like he was really struggling, obviously, to get his hands on the ball. He had what three touches by quarter time, which is which is unheard of. He ended up finishing with five because that was just how much yeah. everybody belted from pillar to post. But when the logical thing do was well, you throw him back into his comfort zone. Once the fact, I think it's good to leave him out there for a little while and learn what the tag feels like. Try some things and shake. If it's not working, throw him back in the back line. Let him get yeah. that, that run and stuff. To throw him up forward was a really strange move. And I think the the logic behind it was to try and get him some touch. I mean, the fucking thing wasn't coming up there. So what touch was he meant to be getting? The, the good thing would have oh, been... Oh, you got plenty of touches. They were all fucking fists <laughs> and arms and elbows. Well, and... the good thing, if you pushed him back, because the ball was going there, you also had Maynard, like you were talking about, who could have been around the stoppages and all the yeah. rest of yeah, front. And Maynard could have, could have actually given a few... You know, a few bumps in here and there when the stoppage is around, just to show them around this is my turf and around here, you're going to cop it. Oh, look, I, I really wish instead of throwing out forward, and I understand the logic behind it, but I really wish they had a, like a, a more lateral idea of what, you know, like whenever Nick is in the middle, I'm going to put Maynard there, I'm going to put McCreary yeah. there, and you know what? Nick, you can just actually pull away and play on the outside, and we're going to let these two guys do the hard stuff in a, at the mm. ball. You get you on the outside rather than just sort of going, well, you know, what the fuck do we do with you? But where are the blocks and all the rest of you? They talk about us, you know, at stoppages, we protect our player at stoppages and the block. Where was that? You know, there's been none of... But are they trying? I don't know. Maybe they're trying and it's not I think working. They, I think... You know, but there's, there's a lot of things that will be blocked so that he could take a run at it and all this other sort of stuff. I think they... Um, he was... McRae and the Brains Trust there were comprehensively outcoached. 
And it's really disappointing you think you're first and you're playing 16th. Uh, and you're playing a side. They might have set themselves a con, but they're still 16th. And, you know, it was like, you were embarrassed. This was like the positions were, were inverted. It was like they were treating us like we're oh, yeah. the 16th team. And there was no leadership, no one standing up. They looked flat. They looked tired. Nothing from the coach's box other than frying Nick up forward. You got this forward setup that's not working. I'll fucking say this until the day I die. Playing Darcy Moore at fullback is the greatest waste of talent in the history of AFL football. <laughs> not the way he's playing at the moment. <laughs> but that's getting him out of there. I mean, Kerno proved that. Like I've said this before, if Moore's not a great one-on-one player. You're using him as an interceptor, so you're basically using him as a halfback flank interceptor. All right. So when you're actually forcing him to play one-on-one, a really good forward, he's going to give up three, four, five goals. Why not then play Frampton who's going to do the exact same thing and might actually lock him down? Might not give you the same intercept, but lock him down. you got this guy who could be your Charlie Kernel, your Jeremy Cameron, and you're playing him on the last line of defense. If I was the opposition coach, I'd be going, fuck yeah. And meanwhile, you're playing heavyweights like McStay, Johnson, and Majacek as your forwards. It's a fucking, it's a crime. And it's proven that you know, it's easier to play defense because you just got to follow your play and punch. I know it's like a little bit more complicated than that. But you can get players of moderate skill doing that with great success. But it creates the a lot of the run out of the back. So you've got to replace that. Frampton's not going to create the run out no, of Frampton's the back. No, Frampton's not going to And then you've got to get to the forward line. So it's great if he's in the forward line, but if it's not, create, yeah, but, if it's not getting there, it's but that's, hard. But that's why you have guys like Maynard, Quaynor, Markov, and Noble. They're the ones who should be doing that. But they're doing that, and you still need more to do it because... No, I think, what's, I think what's happening is more has just become this vacuum there and it's sucking them all into there and then they're not getting any, generating any run. If you could actually lock down key forwards and create some spillage and those other guys can actually start to come into it and if you play more up forward, that's going to panic the opposition. And so you're taking, you're, you're taking away one of the opposition strengths. We're actually feeding into an opposition strength by locking this guy down and he, have, he has the occasional game where he has a lot, a lot of intercepts. And it's like, well, great. But you don't think... It's like that Carlton game. I mean, side bottom set up post game. He's like, oh, I almost laughed. They just kept kicking it to him. So you don't think Frampton wouldn't be, wouldn't be able to take like five, six of those marks? Or and, and, and this is not like just this year. I think this is long term. He should be moved out of there. They should be focusing on their defense, shoring that up rather than getting guys like McStay to play up forward. Uh, it's a, you know, it frustrates me that Geelong got Cameron, Richmond got Tom Lynch. Um, who was the other one that moved this year? You know, Sydney got Buddy Franklin. And we're going to get there McStay. That's no disrespect to Dan McStay, but this is fucking what we always do. We always, always got to get these money ball players. You've got a gun there. Move him into, you know, an attacking position where you can capitalize on him. It's more, <clears throat> not going to happen. Is my, check, is my check injured? Because since, since he's come back, he's done nothing. You I know, mean, there's, there's not, he's can't, like, I don't know what's going on. He's not the, running I, in the right positions. He's I reckon not you look taking at, the masters. I don't know what, what is ha- happening. You look at what happened to Mason Cox when McStay came back. They don't know how to use those players in conjunction with one another. Maybe that's the case. With Johnson, McStay and, and Majic in there, it's just not working. Yeah. Not, nothing's working. Yeah, well, it was working. I mean, we've flirted with the form, though, I think, over the last four to six weeks by bringing... There well, seems to be a collective of players that, 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 that they want in there. Yeah. And to force them in there, and they, a lot of that it probably explains the rushing back um, from injury, they're not giving them a run or anything back in the but They just wanted to build this thing and have it have it function, but it just hasn't really clicked. No. They've, they've, they've eked out wins and and stuff. You've had fucking horrible, ugly wins, um, yeah. But I think the wheels, to a certain extent, are starting to to fall off. That it's not really functioning the way I think they wanted it to. 
Um, but, but maybe it's the loads. Maybe it's the loads. Well, let me go through the playing list. The yeah. other one too that I heard this week was, which is a beauty. Is oh, we're keeping that cards close to our chest. But they're not. They're not uh, alarmed internally. They're, they're deliberately yeah. holding themselves back and uh, making. Oh, really? Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, losing yeah. games coming into a finals series. It's, it's, it's a unique strategy. It's never been tried before. Oh, wait, let's just do it like we did in Ge- Geelong in two thousand eleven. Let's just get done by like. I don't know, 99 points, whatever the ridiculous yeah, that number was. Oh, that yeah, worked. That of course, that worked per- perfectly. Let's just take it easy the last round and but get the, done yeah, in the that, Those sort of... I see those sort of things pop up. It's like, seriously, which team goes into the finals and then totally changes their game plan? And it's like, oh, well, they foxed us the whole fucking year and they did something totally different. We didn't expect that. No one does it. It's, fuck, it's like a... I don't know if you remember that old American sitcom coach. That was it was a that was a sort of premise that would happen in that where they just did something outlandish. It doesn't happen before, but you have a game plan, you execute it, and when you do it well, you fucking win. Well, going in the finals, you might change a few matchups, like you go back to '87 when they played Reese Jones on Brera, and no one expected that, it worked really well. No one totally reinvents the wheel going into the finals. Well, the interesting was how they threw how plus last week in the in the forward line to kick three goals in the last quarter. Yeah, okay, you know, which is. Let's go through the playing list, just with one word description and maybe a little bit of editorialization if you have it. Pat Lipinski, what do you think of him? See you later. Uh, he doesn't deserve his spot at the moment. And he's no. been consistently average since coming back. Probably done one or two good things, maybe had the odd good quarter, but he's been flat as a fart since his return he's... from, from injury. And that was that was ages ago too. Yeah. And he cut straight in. I don't think he went through, yeah. through the reserves no, either. He you came know, in at a time that... Uh, the, no, no players come back from yeah. the reserves. <laughs> the going oh, in, the reserve so, uh, you know... I think, look, Lipinski at his best, he's still just an average player. He's got a little bit of class about him, but he's just still an average yeah, he's player. Yeah, average player. Dugowie. Uh, as you said earlier, he's struggled since he's come back yeah. from the suspension. So he's a gun on these days. He's one guy with genuine talent, but he has struggled. Just, yeah. He just hasn't done the ball work that he's... No, he's, he doesn't. He's just really... Just, he's, not he's just sort of there. He's not consistent enough again and again and again and again. He's just not grabbing the games, no. not just the neck and saying, oh, he'll, he'll kick some brilliant goals and... Yeah, you, know, you have these little bullocking moments, but it just doesn't seem to be consistent it's enough. It's got to be like a sporadic. A, a Crips would... when Crips just it's grabs like a game Petrarca, or something yeah. like that, or Petrarca. They just grab a game. It's all right. I'm going to take yeah. this team and go. He's Quainel? capable of doing it. Who? Quayle. He, he needs a fucking haircut. <laughs> he's playing well out, out of defence. He's been playing well. well he's, he's a lot he's of been, But he's lost that ability to mark. That was his great little one-on-one thing. But he's it's it's diminishing at no, the moment. It's still not bad. I yeah. think the opposition are putting more time into him. Yeah. I think, um, I think his biggest think question every the, week is what hairstyle he's going to emerge get, get with. Get rid of the dread. Yeah, what was he wearing? Spider-Man's <laughs> like, black mask or something yeah. on his head? Yeah, get rid of the dreadlocks. Get a fucking proper man's haircut. Get out there and play good football again. It's not difficult, is it, Chief? Thank you, Kane Collins. Um, Maynard. Maynard. <laughs> uh, What's happened to this? Like last year was all Australian, and it's not even close. This oh, he, year. he went down there at number four, so he's carrying the weight of Grundy. It's not even. It's not even close. Is you? I don't know what. Uh... I mean, he's, got, he's still got shoulder problems. He looks like he's struggling. Yeah, he's struggling. But I mean, like he, he's got to be there. But it's just he's struggling. one of those guys like you want a team because he actually will fucking stand up for his teammates, and you don't see that enough. Elliot, he's he's been great. Yeah, he's been a classy. He's been a shining light. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tom Mitchell. He's dropped off. He's, he's just not contributing like he was. No, no, I don't. Yeah, he's just not getting it as much, or feeding it out as much. I think he's still in their best. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's. You still got to have him. I think he's he's good at getting the ball, but I think he's still really just a scrapper. He's, he's like been, a he's been subbed out too the last two weeks. So yeah. it should be yeah. something. You know what he needs? He needs to not go back to the VFL to get back <laughs> into the senior side. Uh, Dacos, Josh Dacos. Uh, yeah, he's, I think been, he's been pretty. Good. He's been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still think like. 
Oh, yeah, I know I've backed Dacos, Josh Dacos for years, but I still think like he's pretty much a good B grader with some class. He's um, a link man. He's, well, he's but, good. But we've signed him up for 68 years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Bianco? Uh, where is he? Is he's played one game in the yeah. Sanders' jersey. Uh, he's, um, I don't know how he's doing in the reserves. He's, he's actually doing fairly well in the, yeah. the VFL. But at AFL level? Yeah, he's not injured he, enough to, to get I, back I think into the senior side. I think he needs the run. I think he needs four weeks in the AFL. Because you can't just put him in, take him out, put him on a sub and do the rest. But you need to get yeah, look, adjusted I, to the pace I, of look, AFL. Look, I'm, I'm the jumping... Well, sorry. Actually, I'll go to Noble. Noble? Uh, I like Noble. Yeah, I, I, think, I think he gives run out of the back. I know you loathe him, but... Yeah, I don't loathe him. I just think he's a typical Collingwood scrapper. He fights, he's very competitive, but he, he's underclassed. And I was going to say, you go to Noble, Bianco, Josh Dagos, Mitchell, Elliot. They're all short, small players. Um, yes. And you can't... Stop fucking recruiting him. I've been saying it for 115 years. Pendles? He's Pendles. He's, he's slowing. Yeah, his butt's little brain's still there. Yeah, his awareness is. It's. I think he. He still thinks he has that. That, he, that, that he, extra time. But yeah, it, I think. I think the slowly. younger blokes are catching him a yeah, little yeah. bit quicker. Look, he still does some some really good stuff. Uh, he's playing predominantly still in the midfield, isn't he? Yeah, it looks. Yeah, like and that's is. the problem with him. Is he's, he's slowing down? He shouldn't be. Probably he should be no. doing his his his, his twilight years. You know, up forward or in defence. Yeah. But he's, he doesn't really play those positions particularly well. He's It's midfield or nothing. Where, where else can you play? I think it's a concern that like he's still probably in your top five players and he's like 44 oh, years yeah. of age. I agree. But um, he's still... Yeah. Still oh, look, I mean, you can see he's coming down to the pack and it's happening a little bit quickly now. McStay? Kicks oh, two goals. Been all right since he's, since he's, he's been... He's been better than I thought, but he's a battler. Wilson? Tom Wilson? Yeah, whatever. Uh, Adams, <laughs> I don't, you're not going to get better than that. <laughs> Wilson's watching. He just crushed oh, it. There's nothing, nothing wrong with him, but I haven't seen him play. Basically, someone, you know? someone's sticking a knife in a basketball. He's just deflated. Barely seen him play. Adams, what you, it's asking Elliot. You barely seen him play. Either. We all talk about him. Okay, Adams, keep trying, Tom. You'll, you'll make it, mate. Uh, Taylor Adams. Adams, his, his old man's a better kick when he's kicking at a basketball. I don't know whether he's, he should be in the middle more. I don't know what he's he's a, he's one person that you can go at it and can goes at it and goes at it and he's, goes at it. He's a great he's, fighter, but he's still a scrapper. He's very yeah. much calamity Jane at the moment, though. Oh yeah, but it's always I think calamity he, Jane. Yeah, I, I think he needs a good midfield around him to help yeah, him look a little bit smoother. But he's he's, a, he's someone who can go and get a ball, though. Mm. So that's what's good about. But him. he doesn't get it enough. I'm sorry. Let me change that. The dynamic is he's fed the ball more than he gets it, which really frustrates me. It's like yeah. he should be the one but feeding not, it out. But he's not. I don't know whether they're telling him to do that or not. Yeah, that's a. I don't know. Darcy Cameron. Uh, he's been average this year. Yeah, disappointing. Kruger? Uh, I haven't seen him enough this year. I still like him. I, 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 I think he should be given a crack. I think he, he should be getting focused through his crack. that intensity. That manic and, intensity. Yeah. He's and, also... And, and aggressive. Yeah, he's aggressive. I think the problem is, is he fucking writes himself off. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a bit fragile. Cameron? Uh, sorry, I said Cameron. Uh, Ed Allen, unsighted. Frampton? Uh I reckon he's, I think he's, he he's got a place. Yeah, he should I'm scared. actually fucking astounded that they ever dropped him. Yeah. I think he should have been... Like, they brought him as a defender, and then obviously they had to play him as ruck because of injuries. And then they were doing things like he was playing ruck and going forward. And it's like, just put him back. And, and the thing that com- uh, complicated was how came back. It was like, well, mm. what do we do? You know, you recruited Frampton to play this role. He should be fucking in that role. Yeah. Unless he's disastrous, but he can't be more disastrous than what's happening. Uh, Finley McRae's unsighted. Draper. Okay, who? Will Kelly. 
Is he going to be there next year? I doubt it. He was given a year this year. He's played what he played the Anzac Day Played game. a couple of games. As um, a... Well, I heard they signed him to a short-term contract, so that expires in 2031. <laughs> Rusco? Rusco? Uh, I haven't seen him much this yeah, year. Yeah. Sort uh, of in a bit last year, but this year isn't... He, so... he played the Anzac Day game. He actually had that beautiful play where he was run down half-forward flank and he kicked it to Gindam at the top of the square. Uh, he'll get a look in now because Murphy's out for four weeks. Uh, I did get a text from Kane Corn said, well, he's flopped again, hasn't he? <laughs> Side bottom? Yeah. Well, he's got to be there. It's yeah. Just, you know, so, you know, he played, before he got injured, he was yeah, probably he was, our best yeah, player. Yeah. You know? He hasn't, he's been serviceable since he got back. Yeah, yeah. He did he come back, back from the VFL? <laughs> no. No, does anyone? Hill? No. Bobby Hill? Yeah. He, he, He's, he's a cameo. He's too, on, he's too on and off. Yeah. The one thing I'll say with Hill, though, is I look at him, he's potentially got a lot of upside. He's got class mm-hmm. and pace. So he, that's one he thing. He has, but he just goes on for yeah, too no. long. But, but I, I look at like the players you bring in, and it's like, well, I'll get to that a bit later, actually. Uh, Jacob Ryan, you know, he's been touted to be playing for the last 18 weeks, and who the fuck knows. Uh, Jack Crisp. He's been disappointed. He's been disappointed, but I don't know if it's the... It's but I don't know if it's been the role, but ever since the uh, maybe the, it's his um Instagram, yeah, profile. this Instagram thing happened, mate. He's been limp, limp. Now. <laughs> he made a dick of himself, yes, he cocked up <laughs> penis <laughs> if he didn't get it. <laughs> um, Reef McInnes, uh, I think I'm being frustrated with McInnes, it's got nothing to do with McInnes. Like, he, he seems to have a bit of class in that. He's a midfielder, and it's like, every time we've subbed him, let's play him forward. He always, he's always in the forward line. Yeah, yeah, even in the reserves, I saw the game, one of the games, still in the in the forward line. So, he's tall. He's meant to be a midfielder. They should try him. Oh, he should be. They should have been blooding these guys. Um, Murley, he's not getting a look in. Uh, Murphy. Which one? How many do we have? I've got Alex Murphy, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, right. uh, he's yeah, been good in defence. Murphy's a great intercept yeah. mark, yeah. but Jesus kicking worries me. We're going to miss him big time. Massive. Yep. Well, you got to, yeah, Frampton will play, yeah. but, you know. He doesn't have the same, I think, um, the ability to close. No. I think the thing with Frampton is they do have to tell him, look, you're going to have to back yourself for some of your marks, which he punches a bit too much. And like Murphy, he will back himself times to really think that's a talent in itself. Uh, Ted, uh, so not Ted Richards. Ted um, <laughs> Richards. Uh, as in played Darcy Moore put him in a ruck well he could be a great well, he's, a he's, two, he's 200 centimetres he's fucking tall enough his, uh, his last three weeks have been fucking terrible yeah yeah and like he's, he's like, doing the kick outs that's just it's not for him mistake. nah it's, it's not for him but just the fumbleness the, the bad the whole, decision the whole making team's the execution been, the whole team's been yeah, fumbling I, think, I don't know what's happened the no, whole team's been fumbling it, it, look as much as this is an exercise in knifing individuals like Tom Wilson um <laughs> He's no worse or better than anyone else on the list at the moment. They're no, all, they're all average. They're all struggling. Yeah, That's uh, because they're foxing, though. No, 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 I mean, I saw him smiling at one point. I mean, like, I, he just stood there. He wasn't running for the ball. I think they've got to get more around the ball. If he, does, if he plays rock, I think he'd be fucking brilliant. You know, like I said, fullback's a waste. Uh, McCreary. McCreary's been good. I like him. He crowds profession. Pressure. He, he, he is your enforcer. Mm. I, I, yeah, I like. I mean, his his numbers aren't. 
particularly huge or anything. He bobs up and kicks some bloody ripper goals. Yeah, it puts he, he pressure. He brings on. physicality to every contest. Yeah. I think you know, that he still pushes blokes' heads into the dirt when they need it. And I like having him around to, to do that sort of thing. He should start working on getting more of the ball. Though. He should yeah. start working on... But I'm going to say... moving into the middle more actually, often than... Uh, the so you compare him to someone like Bianco. Okay, Bianco, what's your special skill? And it's like, well, nothing. I'm just competent there, everything. McCreary creates fear in players with his tackling. He's one of the best tacklers. He's also league. speed. He's got, pace. He's got, he's got a lot of pace. pace. And that's, if you're going to bring in players who are sort of... Um, I don't know what you call uh, you know, role players or whatever, fucking give them some super talent. I'm sick of drafting these players who are like, oh, they're pretty sort of good at everything but not great at anything. Whereas McCreary actually is great at a couple of things. Hoskin Elliott. Who? <laughs> Ginevan. Uh, give him a go. I think it's 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 overdue. Yeah, yeah I, I don't think he, even though his form in the VFL hasn't warranted selection for a while, he has been improving. He's, he's had last, some good games. Yeah, last week, yeah, but he's not going to give you any less than half the bikes out there. In the no, uh, I reckon give him give him a go. I uh, think yeah, you, he's I also think, got cheek. He's got a yeah. bit of you know. He could be bit of presence. I'd be happy for him to play Guinness and then push McCurry more into the midfield. Uh, Nick Dagos is obviously a super freak. Harvey Harrison. He, he looked okay when he was there. Yeah. He's still young. He's still got a he showed, like, he again, showed a few glimpses. He's got a bit of pace and all that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm happy for them to persevere with him. Markov, uh, he's uh, overachieved from from what I've seen with what we got him for and all the rest of it. So he provides pace off off the back line. He's a, uh, he's Markov, got a bit like, of, I, I like Markov back to him. Yeah, he's a good on the spat line. Yeah, but that's I'm going to go into that a bit later. Uh, How he's he's been. Uh, he's yeah like he's been not as good as you'd expect him to be but I don't know if that's he's about 36 and broke well yeah in 12 pieces yeah so he he does have an excuse did he come back through the VFL then (laughs) they came back through St. Vincent's uh beg Uh, why why should I beg yeah so you know he's miles off it Ash Johnson yeah, well, yeah. How, how much time we got? <laughs> I, I find him incredibly frustrating because yeah. he, he clearly... Yeah, I think he can win a game talent. for us. He, if he was playing tennis, he'd be Nick Curios. Um, no, and the thing is, like, you, know, you, you needed someone like him to step up. The amount of marks he drops and the, the lack of chasing and effort, it frustrates you. Yeah, you, you can't just get by. And we've signed him up for two years, which I... Yeah, you know, it's probably inevitable. Was it two years? Yeah. Or twenty yeah. twenty. What do we normally do? <laughs> twenty thirty-one. I think they we just let them decide that. Mm. How long do you think you got in your mate? I, I think he's. I think we signed for eight hundred grand a year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we got him cheap then. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, it just he frustrates me. Uh, yeah, I know he's capable of more, but you know he's just the, the odd cameo goal. It's just not enough. It doesn't do enough like, when yeah. he doesn't mark. He doesn't do enough. So when he hits the ground, and to try and tackle those two things, he just doesn't he's, do enough. He's, there. Like he takes a a great grab and all the rest of it. And he just looks like, you know, can take anything at one stage and can't do anything at another stage. But that's stage, what he is. So. He's a highlight reel in terms of like, yeah. whatever he goes for, it's like, this is my highlight and there's no second effort, third effort, fourth yeah, effort. Yeah, that's it. I, I, think I, no, I, don't, I mean, I don't know him or anything like that, so you I don't, don't know, do you know what, he, what he's like. I, I get the sense that he, he he's one of those players that just doesn't think through the game. Mm. He just relies on those moments and, and the natural flair makes him do some wonderful things. But when it comes to where do I run to, where do I stand, when should I attack, when should I tackle, it just doesn't seem to click naturally. And, and look, he's only played 20 games or whatever. He's, he's played in the VFL, hasn't he? 
Yeah. 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 But not, not two weeks ago. But he wasn't injured. He wasn't so, injured no. enough to get back into the seniors. <laughs> I think he was here hitting himself with a hammer at one stage, saying, I'm ready, coach. Johnson's one of these guys who's like obviously got loads of fucking talent, and that's probably gotten him so far in lower leagues. And now at the AFL league, it's like, well, you can take occasionally a great mark or whatever, but what else can you do? And he doesn't have the work rate, and it's extremely fucking frustrating. Yeah. I think that sums it up. You know, yeah. my check. You know, he's a good player, punching above his weight and really struggled. Since since, since he came back from injury, I, I don't know what he's done. You know, before that, he was actually playing pretty well. But since since then, he's just been totally out of sorts. But I think the inclusion of um, bringing um, McStay back in has broken that sort of... Yeah, whatever, whatever it's been. It's two very similar types sort of running in the same space. At the moment, McStay is doing it better because he kicks two goals a game. <laughs> those ads, two goals every day. That's it. I think he looks at the coach's box. He does this. Yeah, it's taking me off now. I've done enough. Uh, Charlie Dean, obviously injured for the last two years. So he'll, we'll see him in the VFL, uh, AFL next week. Oscar Steen. He's the skinny Ruckman, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's there so they can rhyme him with Dean. Carmichael. John, a, I'm surprised he didn't get another crack. I thought he was... I think he had a sub, one game of sub. Then he came on as a forward. No, he wasn't injured, that's injured, why. Not injured enough. Not injured enough. And Mason Cox, who they've just re-signed for two years, which is a baffling sort of thing to do. You, you, put, him, you put him on from one year, and he's had like a you know, nothing outstanding this year, and you give him another two years. What does that make, Chief? I'd, yeah. You, you've, you've, you've done player negotiation oh, before. Oh, of course. Uh, um, someone's going to get injured, that's why. You know, they, they already know. Someone's injured that they don't know. Um It'd be good to, because we never drop anyone's reserves, drop uh, one Ruckman and put Cox in. And, I'd love and to. Try, and try Cox one out. For, I, and and I, put Frampton in, Cox in, and just run one of Frampton or McStay or something as a sub and run Cox for 80% in the Ruck and see what he does. And just tell him, be physical. Because you will be physical, uh, though. Like that. Yeah. So where was your then with your scenario then? Because I wasn't listening to all of it. I was thinking <laughs> of something in my head. <laughs> Can you see it? There's a, there's a small light on. Um, what, were you doing anything with Cameron in that thing? Because I think once you take, yeah, dumped him. Yeah, you dumped him. You dumped him. Oh, you, you two were such a good pairing. Put it in the reserves. <laughs> yeah, because there's no getting out of the reserves. <laughs> no. There's no Get escaping it. it. It's like Get the twilight zone. It's Get like escape from New York. I, I believe Rod Serling's coaching the reserves. Oh, look, if I, you know, I said it. Cox was best on growing in HWS ages ago, playing full-time in Iraq. And then they fucking dumped him from that role and they brought Cameron back, which is the most ridiculous straight, thing. Straight, yeah. straight. Yeah, after a You should play a game in the VFL, do you know that? You should have. Not one. Surely, Cox, you should have. He doesn't even go to the VFL games to watch. Let's have a look at, you know, at Cox as a ruckman for the next month. He's got physicality, he's got really good tap work. Um, he jumps a little bit early, but you know what? He's not a fucking forward. I've said this for five years and you keep playing him. And he doesn't need to jump that early when you're that tall. Yeah. I actually like. I went through the list too because I actually think when you look at this list, it's a fucking really typical Collingwood list. It's full of all these battlers who are asked to punch above their weight, full of all these scrappers who do really well when everything's running well, and then when it gets exposed, they just all. Every team's the same, mate. No, no. It's, they are. Every all right, all right, all right let's look at this. Okay, who's Carlton got as their two key forwards? Uh, yeah, where they come in? Kerno and McKay. Okay, um, who's Brisbane got as their two key forwards? I have no idea. Well, Danaher would be a top 10 pick, and that hip would, would be a pick 14. All right. Um, Adelaide's got that. Taylor Walker would have been a top 10 pick. That Fogarty, that Tilforp, he'd be a top 10 pick. Well, he was a top 10 pick. He was pick three or something. Sydney, Bud, Buddy, that Bud Logan Buddy. McDonald, you know, top 10 picks. 
we have these fucking battlers. Only Melbourne's the only one that doesn't have like top ten picks up four, but they have a lot of them around the ball in in Betraka and Oliver, and then they have two top ten picks in defence. We get exposed because we've got fucking guys who are asked to punch above their weight. They're money ball players, and this is what Collingwood's done forever. For as long as I follow them. this side, I said it to someone else today. They look like the nineteen eighty one grand final side. They've even got a more on the day cost in it, both of them. <laughs> History. You invest, and you, the one time we actually invested in the draft, which was 210, we fucking slaughtered the opposition outside of half a grand final where we choked. And I reckon this is one of the big problems of Collingwood. You're just lacking class across every line. And you tell me, like, you know, you look at, like, the midfields again. Who are the, who's that great midfield there? They're all, besides Nick Dacos, they're all battlers. And the guy likes it, you know, a really good player when he decides to play. Who are they? Yeah, t- top 10 picks. Yeah, okay, so they're two, but like who are the others? Adams is, I mean, he was technically a pick 13, but he would have been lower because he was pick 13 in those compromised years when GWS and that were taking all the guys as pre-zones and all that. Um, and anyway, Adams, even if he was a top 10 pick, he's not a classy top. He's not a classy high pick. He's a fighter. And this is, you look at it, there's a lot of guys like that in our side, which really is typical of Collingwood. Bounce back too quickly. They moneyballed solutions in... Frampton, you know, stay, you know, in the past, um, done, fucking rough it and all this sort of stuff. And they just get found out. You go to the 2018 grand final. Who was our full forward? I have no idea. Would have been Cox. Five years earlier, he didn't even know what AFL football was. <laughs> Who was their centre half forward? My check. They fucking rookied him as a defender. Who was their two key defenders? Tom Langdon, who was a fucking flanker, and Tyson Goldsack, who was a flanker. And I know we do have injuries. This is what we do constantly. And this is why we get found out, I reckon, on the big day. You go back to last year when we lost to Sydney, they were kicking the guys like Buddy Franklin and that. We were kicking the Jack Ginnivan and fucking Mychek. And this is what I think really f- frustrates me at Collingwood. For some reason, we feel like, hey, bring these guys in. They're really good fighters. They embody the Collingwood spirit. But then when push comes to shove in finals, we just lack that one or two class players. And if you look at like, you got a 2019 uh, prelim, which we lost. If, say, we'd landed Tom Lynch, that would have been the difference in that preliminary final. Actually have a genuine key forward. You know, Geelong, why Geelong finally win a flag? Because they fucking went out and got that Jeremy Cameron. You know, they didn't get Dan McStay. And this is what I'm saying. Class gets you better results. And that's what frustrates me with Collingwood. Uh, in the Collingwood social media, because the digital media team does a great job, you saw that they had that competition where the dads of the players were having shot. I don't know if they were having shots at a basketball hoop or something. No. Yeah, I did say it, yeah. What about... Oh, you mentioned something interesting in social media to me. Did I? Yeah. You don't remember? <laughs> you been drinking? Must have, must have been insightful. Can you yeah. hint what I said? Something Let me read it. I've printed it out. Can they stop fucking around with all this feel-good shit and just get back to basics? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds exactly like the sort of thing I'd say. I'm paraphrasing um, you. I don't mind these little feel-good moments and stuff. I don't think this is the time of the year now to be doing it. I know this light-hearted um, approach has worked for us, but now it's time to knuckle down and be focused on the next couple of weeks. And I don't think this is the cause of a, a slipping or anything like that. I just don't know whether externally it's a good look. Do you, I mean, do you think Hawthorne... Had their dads come over and kick a footy at a basketball hoop this week? I, I, I think they were pretty much fucking determined <laughs> and focused on, on fixing us up. And they, they achieved it times 10. Um, I just don't know whether we just... I'm sure we have the eye on the prize type thing. But I reckon now is the time where you, you start narrowing that, that tunnel 
vision. Everything's got to be narrowed down. To finish the end yeah. year well yeah. for the final. Fly, Fly says that you know, in between we're a work in progress every 10 minutes. That we should be fighting for position at the moment. You know, and we've achieved that. However, though, this could all fucking rapidly come undone. You, you actually do have a number of sides that are also equally fighting position and and their draws are a lot more favourable. That means they're probably there's gonna be one at least one that'll leapfrog us. I think do we have to win I don't think so. I we, think we've we got to win one, first. probably two to be safe. I reckon to, one to lock in top three, two. Three left? Yeah. Yeah, we've got to win one. I yeah. think to be safe. Well, I think we uh, to be, and, but we got just Geelong. to be okay. But it depends. It probably depends on results as well. Oh, yeah. they're two games and pretty much percentage behind. So you got to think we could play Geelong. Oh, hang on. We could let, play let's, Geelong. Let's, somebody. Let's, in. let's get to that in the middle, in the bit because I was going to go to that. Uh, Braden Maynard's mum says we're still top, so that's not good enough for you. <laughs> I, I love Facebook. <laughs> Some unique. Some unique observations. There so stuff there. like what you're saying there. You know, it's also it's okay to lose to Hawthorne because it happens all the time. Yeah, it doesn't actually mean anything. Yeah, but, no. but you're talking about the lack. There are bogey side. I don't want to lose. But you're talking about the lack of I want focus. To win by more. And I look at like also the way we play. We play that globetrotter football, and I think sometimes they've overly invested in the lateral approach to things, or it's just like, no, nah, just bring it back. This is what you got to fucking do. You know, just do the basic. It's pre- it's pressure. Like we, we the last two weeks, we've been absolutely smashed. With pressure on the ball, pressure, pressure, pressure on the player, pressure think, on the ball. It's just been the, the opposition has just absolutely destroyed us. But I think there's times where there's our like, lack of pressure too. Yeah. It's, it's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Our, our lack of pressure compared to their pressure, they've destroyed us. Intensify, we drop. Yeah, it does bring you and, a, a large void. Yeah, and the pressure on the ball carrier just makes you make mistakes. Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say, but I think at times like we go for the fancier option than the just a simple one. Like pick up the ball and fucking handball. You don't have to go for a tap every single time. You know, just do the basic things. Um, what do you think about McRae's message? Like, it's always, oh, we're getting better, we're work in progress, we're not finished, we're, you know, getting better as a growth mindset or whatever the fuck he says. I'm starting to get, like, a little bit tired of this fucking rhetoric. It's starting to sound like Buckley when he was going on about the brand, the KPIs. That's not our brand. Oh, the, the one thing I, I, I did like is I hate losing and I don't want to lose. That's, yeah, that's, that's that one was, thing. That that's was, one yeah. thing I liked out of the whole, whole thing because he, he says it every week. We win by seventy three points. Uh, we're getting better. We're getting better all the time. This is a, but I did like. I hate losing. I hate losing more than anyone else. I just don't want to accept it. So that's good. I like. That's what I want to hear. You you walk a tightrope with this stuff, and and Sly's mentioned it recently, and I'm agreeing with it now. Is oh, now. You, <laughs> you you say these catchphrases in the press conferences all the time. They sound good when you're winning. Mm. But when you're losing, I think people then looking, that's not justification enough. Yeah. I want to start hearing your theories on why we're losing. I want some answers. Otherwise, they just sound like deflective statements yeah. now. They've gone from being, yep, that's a great mindset to have, to, well, do you have any other fucking yeah, thoughts on why we're, we're, the, we're turning the question- shit? Unless, of course, they're foxing. They're, they're, they're foxing. Uh, the did question. he say that in the? He didn't. Now didn't say the president of the week. Did he say we're foxing? No. You guys were deliberately throwing games. The questions the media back us are just stupid. They're, they're stupid dumb. Minds. They're stupid questions. Every there's always a question about Nick Dacos, whether he got five possessions or thirty five possessions or something. Mate, they're right. Yes, go to something else. You know, it's just the inane. 
I didn't mind one question that the media asked this week, which was, does, does any of the senior players know where the VFL play? <laughs> do, they, do they are aware there's another tier of competition yeah. that you can re- come the, back through? He's the doctor on the selection panel, so therefore... He... <laughs> no, he goes nowhere near him either. Right, so Nick Dacos out for six weeks, Nathan Murphy's out for four weeks. People are saying this is the end of the Collingwood run at the flag, so what do you think of that? We got, we're playing Geelong, Brisbane and Essendon, I yep. think it is. Yep. And so you've got three games. You can't slide it at the top four. So that, that's safe. So worst case scenario, I don't know. Like, it depends on results and that. They, but they could probably finish like third or fourth and have to go into state. But what do you think about the actual flag tilt? Because it seems... It's not just the injuries now. They're going to have to play without Nick Dacos, who's been their best player and you know, Brownlow medal favourite and shit. They're going to have to find a way to fucking make the midfield work, which has stopped working. They're going to have to find a way to f- make the forward line work. And that's not working. And the defence has been the schmozzle, which is just a lot of shit. So it's all unravelled at the wrong oh, time. I reckon it's great. What, really? Not that they're injured. I reckon it's great they actually got to think differently. So well, they've got, the got to make the midfield work now. But Dacos wasn't in the midfield for the first half of the season. So let's get back to how to make that midfield work. And he's, like, yes, he's a gun player. And putting him in there should just get us better. Get that forward line working. You know, if McStay is, you want him in there, figure out how to make that work. And figure out how to make the defence work. And give blood these players out of the reserves that have them. I think it's actually a good thing they have to think differently, not that the players yeah. are injured. Because, but I think it's a good thing that they well, actually challenge them now in a way they and these to two two losses, one to Carlton and now one to Hawthorne, which you think you would have, you know, there's a money, you know, if there's penciled it in any time, you know. I think it's actually a good thing in a sense that the brains trust has got to think about different things than just oh yeah we're gonna. Go, you know, win it in the last quarter, or and the players as well. Oh, if, we, we had, let me just go to that. This if, is what we if, need to do. If they're thinking they're going to win in the last quarter, I'll seriously fucking go burn in the club. If that's what their goal is, I'm mean, totally agree with you. The only thing I'm surprised about it's uh, unraveling spectacularly is that it's not a grand final. They've done it like about eight weeks early, so that's really good. You're getting that out of the way early. Thanks for the efficiencies. Um, look, it's and you know. The one, it's the new way, the way of the new world. It's social media and I don't know what else. At the moment, know. they just need... It saves us a lot of money. That's no, true. At the moment, they need to tread water. Just for right now, like, it just survive. Get into the finals. You know, you can win that first one. But even if you don't, you still have a second chance. And that's when you'll be getting Nick Dacos back. Hopefully, Murphy, Murphy will be back a little bit earlier. Well, I don't think Dacos isn't back until the prelim if he gets back. No, well, he'll have the three weeks. So there's three weeks now, and then there's the week off. So that's four. Yeah. Well, then you have yeah, two but finals. It's a six week thing so but if you win no the first that's another if you win the first line you get another week yeah, off yeah so, yeah. so to the prelim so but either way but I mean time wise it's going to be out that long but I mean I, I'm looking at it from the point of view that look maybe do you think he's boxing that injury um I think he's getting Melways to VFL <laughs> I saw him with a sharpie drawing a little crack on his knee when he was on the bench so what do you think like, he was all, doing this but what do you think do you think it's over <laughs> little, like, little, little wink is, you know. do you think it's over or do you think there's still a chance the flag I, I feel at the moment, after what I've seen the last two weeks, that it's struggled down there. Oh, who, who's going to get it? Port's collapsed. Brisbane's... Oh, I think it's Melbourne's. No, great. Melbourne's average. So Melbourne's a bit more than average at the moment. Oh, Since yeah, Gore's oh, gone into the ruck, they've been yeah, really good. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is no one there that's actually been started grabbing it by the scruff of the next end, or we are the one. Yeah, Carlton has. They've won seven in a row. they actually played all right. Well, played all shit teams. Yeah, they have. But I'm just saying... Us. Uh, there's no one else there so I, I don't think it's dented any look it's dented it but it's not 
Well, but uh, we're saying, still we're still there. To, yeah, but I'm to, saying to, I mean, to, it's to gone from it. like where people thought it was a certainty to have one oh, hand the cup to now. Yeah, but I never thought it was. A, I'm Collingwood support. I, I don't mean, think it's a certainty. Yeah, I mean the biggest the biggest thing there, the biggest detriment is you've lost Nick Dacos, and he was your best player for There's the year. A lot of drive. Yeah, and that's a lot of drive, whether it's from halfback or in the middle. And you got to think about like with a player like that too, whoever it is, when you have someone playing well, that lets other guys get off the leash beneath him. Now those guys all move up one, you know, one rung. And they're what's well, good if they can deal with it. Yeah, well, you got to see. I mean, Mitchell think. might be out. I mean, he injured a quad. Yeah. So and they don't really have a ready defense, uh, sort of ready replacements. There's not someone just sitting in the reserves they can bring straight back in. Yeah, you'd have to rejig, put an Adams in the middle more more often. And there's a few things that you'd have to do out of that. But uh, and they're yeah. roving to a ruck who is problematic. Yeah, he's so, he's, he's getting he's getting killed every week. The thing is, you've only got three weeks to fix this. It's yeah, it's probably if I had to be honest with myself, I'm expecting to get smashed against the Cats. Cause so that's who we're playing this. So we're playing the Cats. They had a good win against Port. Have a lot to play for at the moment to to stay mm. in the eight. I think. Yeah. They, they could still conceivably drop out. Yeah. You know, are we too comfortable with that two game gap? I, I think part of that's probably contributed to where they are, and they're starting to look a little bit know, too far ahead. The thing is, I think out of those, and we, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, that I thought the next five games is going to tell us a lot about where we're actually at. So far, it's been shit. But um, I would have fucking thought out of all of them that the Hawthorne game was a certainty. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe they had the same mindset. They didn't treat it seriously enough. Because you look at the game going into it, you know, what, apart from Pride, what are Hawthorne actually playing for in that game? Yeah, they, they, They're not going to improve their ladder position. They can't drop any lower if they're looking for picks or anything like See, that. I like um, Scott, Essendon Scott, not Geelong Scott, came out and said, we were too complacent against West Coast. We can't just go into any game and just think we're going to win. Hmm. And that's, a, you know, you talk about McRae saying the same things over and over. You want to hear a coach that's, say, that's, you want to hear a coach say, yeah, we took this too easy and our players... But not yeah we we prepped all week great and everything looked well it's like no I, I knew there was something off during the week and something wasn't quite right and I was a bit worried about what it is and look he did say look when I run scenarios through my head I thought potentially they're going to kick four or five goals on us and, and then we're going to have to chase down so but doesn't say it as clearly as as, as Scott but, or someone but that's says not the good those thing the two Scott brothers are like that they will just speak openly whereas. Like I said, McRae is almost becoming corporate speak. We're all about getting better. It's a growth mindset and all this sort of stuff. It's like, all right, great. You've been saying that for 18 months. I'd rather you just said it wasn't good enough. It was not good enough today. We're on top. We need to be fucking better than this. And there's people, players at the club who need to look at themselves. We need to take care of Nick Dacos more. Um, Darcy will be disappointed with the way he's, he's played in defence. Yeah, those things. You want to yeah. hear that, the clarity. What shoots me about the Dacos thing, because we talked about it before, yeah, ever since the Swans game where he got roughed up, he's constantly getting roughed up every week. And we're not defending him. And it reminds me a bit of Ginevan last yeah. year when he was getting roughed up every week after the AFL you know, basically said to every other player, look, go and, decapit- go and decapitate this kid. We The coach didn't come out. The club didn't come out. The players didn't come out and said, this is a disgrace. What the hell are you doing to this this kid over here? It's happening the same thing with Nick Dazer. Not for head high, but oh, getting behind targeted the play, behind yeah. the play things. He's constantly getting cop- copying it. And we're letting it go again. You know, yeah. We've got to clamp down there. And other teams are saying, oh, we can do these things. 
Yeah, and the, and the really shitty thing is it's a double standard. Like, if it was some other player, there'd likely be a bit of an outroar. Mm. But for us, and then we just shut up and fucking take it. And, and it's really frustrating. Well, you saw there's a fucking, the world's biggest turd, corns, I think it is. Well, there's, there's, there's always, yeah, there's always corn in your shit. Yeah. Um, really? You, you can probably put two and two together here. Um, he had some fucking article about, um, you know, I wish I'd, I'd read this fully before we were talking about it. I was hoping one of you were good. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got cane cords in the running sheet, so which one is it? The Ali, Ali, Lucky Jones one? or No, no, no. The one where he said about... It's um, a win? He, he yeah, tri- yeah. yeah. So, so you said that on footy classified, so? Because he goes, Port lost, and that had, had all these players out, and some of them are fucking nowhere near the Port's hmm. AFL team, let alone the, the Senefl team. But he was going, but, you know, if I was um, Ken Hinckley, I'd be treating this as a win... Because to get that close to Geelong at Geelong against the reigning Premier, who's ninth before that, but you know to get that close against Geelong when you got all these players out, you know I'd be treating it as the win, as a win, and pretty much everyone else on footy class. So I just go, mate, you full of shit. <laughs> Did Geelong fuck- get hammered by some the year week before? Yeah, yeah, they got they lost the GWS. Or yeah, yeah, it's and and Damien Barrett like just you know like Corns brought up the injury list and um, Damien Barrett goes, well, fucking two of those guys are nowhere near the senior team, so why are you bringing them up? <laughs> Um, so like that's what he brought up and that was going to segue into my other thing is to last week's game the Port Adelaide uh, who the fuck they play whoever they played and O'Leary and Lockie Jones yeah, yeah the concussion thing yeah. yeah and then bloody Corns came out on um, footy classified and he was going oh look well the doctor's made a mistake he's put his hand up I trust this I trust this doctor with my kids lives you know it's just a mistake but you know they'll learn from this good, cl- good clubs don't abandon good people so you think if this was any other club, particularly if it was Colin, what would he have said? And the thing that kills me about this whole fucking narrative that he's painted, and this shits me, the AFL went really piss weak on this. Everyone in that fucking stadium, everyone watching that game knew immediately Jones and Aaliyah Aaliyah were concussed because the way they knocked their heads and the way they fell, they fell limp to the ground. Everyone knew they were concussed, but apparently no one at Port Adelaide said to the doctor, you better check these guys. Mm. And the doctor just said, I'm not going to check these guys. And meanwhile, the AFL's done their typical piss leak response of like, oh, will we accept their thing? They fucking blatantly went out and did not address that, Port Adelaide. And Corns has defended that, which is just shit. Corn shit. <laughs> Back to that. Yeah. So anyway, so you were talking about like, um, he's, you know, uh, fucking it's a win to lose at Geelong. So we're yeah, playing. It Geelong. wasn't actually that one, but that'll do. Yeah. So but there was something. He was having a crack at Nick Dacos about something. Does he have a crack about anyone else? He's just cracking. The, 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 the thing is, I should have anything good. I should have yeah. read it. And I know why I brought it up because, like, I fucking I start reading this stuff, and the, the minute it annoys me, I, I, I back yeah, out and yeah, stop yeah. reading because the thing is, he does this deliberately. He does. He he, he says absolute fucking crap to get a rise out of it, yeah. and that's how he gets his. Uh, well, I his don't. Attention. I don't think he's that bright. Um. Well, but I think it's not so much his attention. It's the way the fucking media That's, that's what I that's think what it is. Need. I mean, the other thing he said about Nick Dacos, he's got to go harder at certain contests. There's that one where he short-stepped with Cripps uh, last week where it was like he knew Cripps was going to get the ball. And instead of going for the ball, he just decided, like, I'm going to go for the next option, which would be the tackle. And Cripps even gave him a shoot about that. So I think that might be the other one. Yeah, he did but say was, that. There was also that one today. I think Tom Rockcliffe made a comment about um, Nick taking a dive. So someone's had a swing in him in a pack and he's he's fallen backwards and the, the article headline was something like um, former AFL superstar or something I think they mentioned Tom Rockwood um, <laughs> unforgivable act oh yeah like, fucking hell staging it's never a good look 
But it's a stage. You can just, it's but the thing is, if someone actually takes a swing at you, your natural reaction is to pull back. Yeah. Now, if someone's pushing and struggling at you, I really didn't go into the fucking uh, footage with all that great attention because who would want to watch this shit again? But what's to say he wasn't just knocked off balance and yeah, went no. down? Yeah, does it have to be the fact that he's, he's he hasn't got a history of doing it? And what today was just the day that I'm I'm going to do this and take one? Or look, maybe if he did, he just made a mistake. I don't think he's that sort of player that needs to do that. No. But then, but straight away, the media just want to get that angle in that this is the worst thing they've ever seen. Or maybe the fucking issue should be, and this is the thing about the Nathan Murphy hit of the Willie Rioli one, is why are you looking at the result and ra- rather than the actual action? So the action is well. Someone's taking a swing at Nick Dacos, but we're not examining that. We're actually examining that Nick might have taken the dive. Mm. Murphy got hit to the face right on the jaw, and it was like, well, he's taken the flop. How about the actual fucking hit itself? That is the issue. He did. If someone gets hit to the jaw, he's going to fall over. It, it's natural. That's, that's what he, he got a hit, and he fell over. That cost us a goal because basically, twenty seconds later, he yeah, got Rioli the mark. Was free, yeah. Rioli was free, you know, because Murphy couldn't go, go up to that pack. Therefore. The poor player, they got it. They kicked it down to to him and he kicked the goal out of it. So wait a minute. That act, which nothing, not even a free kick out of it, cost, cost us a goal, you know, at a crucial part of the game. Well, it's this narrative they want to paint about certain players. It's the whole thing like Jack Gillen the last year. It's like he, he's constantly ducking. For 15 years, Joel Selwood did this and it was, you know, sort of his claim, oh, well, he's getting away if it is exposed to loophole, blah, blah. It's great. But meanwhile, that idiot Anthony Hudson... Um, he's never commented on that, but the moment Ginnathan might have taken, you know, like ducked into one or something, it's like, oh, he plays for freeze. He plays for freeze. Oh, and- at the moment, you're seeing people get freeze that Ginnathan wasn't getting freeze for last year. So I don't know what the the laws are anymore. But the in business, way, but, way that is, it's ridiculous. But you can't have this thing where the laws are applied to certain players, yeah, not to others, and that's what well, that's ridiculous. And again, that's the sort of thing last year, Colin, we should have went harder out with the AFL. And that's where I really wish you did have an Eddie Maguire who fucking just came out and mouthed off a little bit and put the you know the AFL on notice. I wish Brown or Wright or you know McRae just said something at that point. They should have said something. I thought they should McRae should have said something. Whatever, if you get fined, we'll pay it. We need. It's a young kid that needed protection, and we did do it. But it's also the you other know? thing too is you got to be seen to be standing up for your players. So if McRae went and said this is the worst fucking umpiring of all time, you protect him or we will. And they said, we're going to fine you 50 grand. At least Ginevan and the other players go, our coach has got our backs yeah. when he goes out there. Our club has got our back. Instead, you're just sort of talking diplomatically around it, which is just ridiculous. And I get back to the Geelong game. Uh, your tips. So well, who do you think will come in? So obviously Nick Dacos straight out. Um, Nathan Murphy, Murphy straight yeah. out. Frampton will come in, obviously, yeah. for sure. Hoskin um, Elliott? I think... Potentially. You, you're not... Well, he did nothing in the VFL. Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything. No, Um, no one knows the VFL. So you've got to think, potentially, Ash Johnson might might get dropped as well. I'd love to see Johnson out. I'd love to see Kruger in. I'd love to see Frampton in. And I would like to see Rusko in. Um, And then, you know, just rejig that defence. Play more. If you're going to play him in defence, play him higher up. I mean, the thing about the interceptors that the great coaches do is... They don't actually play on the best forward. They play on the yeah. worst forward and then they zone off and get the interceptions. So why Moore's got to sort of expect it to do both, but so with Frampton there, he can do that. I think that back six has to be Frampton and Moore if that's if you're gonna stay with Moore down there. You're gonna to have to play the two big guys. That's what I reckon. 
So the cats were missing Blyclavs and, and Hawkins. Bizarre. Blyclavs. Blyclavs Bly are still out, I think. Yeah, I think he's out for a while. Blyclavs. Who the fuck's this Blyclavs? <laughs> isn't there their big four to come rapping? Blyclavs, isn't it? Blyclavs? Blyclavs. 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 Now, and they, yeah, um, uh, Hawkins had a hamstring, so he'll have a miraculous recovery. Of course he will uh, kick, kick four. He was basically here. rested. Yeah, was he? Yeah. That's a big game against Port. I don't think they'd rest. <sighs> Not but, I mean, they played exceptionally well, from what I saw, um, against Port the other night. That was a good game. Port, doesn't, I mean, they lost, but they... That was a win, they, they, That was a win. <laughs> they, 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 they seemed to uh, cover themselves quite well. Um, it's going to be a big fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, Cameron will probably kick twelve, and that'll be all she wrote. Uh, Cox might be back in. Cox. I'd not say Cox. Apparently, his numbers were okay. In the, yeah, what I'm saying, if you, if you go, John, if Johnson goes, you potentially Cox comes in for Johnson. Don't we play him up forward? You no. play ruck. You play. <laughs> no, I'd, 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 I'd play Cox or Cameron. I'd, 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 yeah, I would, but then Cameron won't get dropped. Yeah, it's not going to happen. But this is so I'm saying, what, what do you think, happened? Not what you want to happen. Oh, yeah. But I, look, I don't, well, Cameron's been pretty shit, so... Yeah. You know, they might be ruthless. They might be putting everyone on notice by dropping Good, him. hopefully. <laughs> yeah, but then you find that he's injured. Uh, so what's your tip? Cats by 12 goals. Collingwood by four. I tip a Collingwood win, Geelong by 12 points. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a win for Collingwood, though. Friday night, the J doesn't get any bigger, does it? So, well, that's huge, four, huge that, game. Huge that game. four forty times a pretty good slot. <laughs> four forty and one ten on the Sunday. What, what a time! Yeah, no, it's fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> no, it'd be good Friday night to uh, to to watch the loss. I win. Sorry. Well, in corn speak, it's a both. It can be both. Corn shit. Corn shit. So, uh, so any final little thoughts? Chunks of corn in your shit. Any f- <laughs> corns? Yeah, I think we don't. Think I think because uh, singular is corn. Is it plural? You're the wordsmith? Yeah. Is corns. Yeah. Corns in your shit. See? I'm glad, I'm glad we hung off of that one. <laughs> uh, it works. It's the like, setup, dude. It's, like, it's like poetry, right? You can, you can edit that one out if you want. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, talk to Blickhab about it. <laughs> La, any Blickhabs. final thought? Yeah, Blickhab. Blickhabs. You'll learn how to pronounce his name properly one day. Yeah. Uh, any final thoughts? Nah, fuck him. Yeah. Dream. Yeah, me. That's what I think. Later. See ya. Bye.